It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last. Just kicking down the cobblestones. Looking for fun and feeling Good morning and welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. I am Brenna Thompson, licensed and registered dietitian, and this show is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness, a company specializing in life-changing nutrition education and counseling. Each week, we bring you information on how eating real foods in balance can help to heal your body and boost your metabolism. As a dietitian, I get to work one-on-one with clients in our North Oaks and St. Paul offices. I also love to teach many of our community and corporate classes. One of those classes just happens to be all about minerals. Does that surprise you? A nutrition company that teaches a class solely dedicated to minerals. Things like zinc, magnesium, calcium, iron. Remember all those from high school? Oh, yeah. So actually, it really doesn't surprise me. You know, Minerals are so important. They can give you energy. Think of that iron. You know, when you're low in iron, boy, you drag. Yes. Minerals can help you build bones and teeth. Obviously, we think of calcium. Great. Yeah. And some minerals actually keep your muscles working properly. I think of magnesium and potassium, kind of funkier little little minerals. Oh, hey, I'm Kate. (laughs) Good morning, Kate. (laughs) I'm Kate Crosby, Certified Nutrition Specialist. And I also get to see uh, clients in our Nutritional Weight and Wellness North Oaks office. And as a nutritionist, I know how important all these minerals are to our bodies. While every mineral is important, today we've only got time to talk about three big ones, magnesium and zinc and also calcium. And people might be thinking, well, what exactly is a mineral? Well, think back to your high school chemistry class. And do you remember looking up on the wall and Mm -hmm. seeing the big periodic table of elements? I know I do. Yes. <laughs> yes. So it starts with hydrogen and helium. And then in the middle of that chart are all the different minerals. Yep. Well, today, why don't we start talking about magnesium? Our magic mineral. Yes. Yes. I love to think of magnesium as the relaxing mineral. And longtime listeners have probably heard us talk about magnesium because we often bring it up. Um, and for good reason. I remember learning about magnesium in my college course on Mm -hmm. advanced nutrition, Um, kind of a dry subject. Yeah. But we actually had to draw the Krebs cycle. So we had this big poster board. I actually kept it over my bed in college. (laughs) Oh, Brenna. (laughs) I know. I was a little bit of a nerd. But (laughs) as I thought back when we were thinking about this show, I thought back to that Krebs cycle. And I remember, because we use the color brown for magnesium. Yep. And how many times we had to use the brown crayon or colored pencil in that cycle. Which means you needed magnesium. You needed to a make lot of magnesium. Energy. Yeah. And magnesium is used in over 300 metabolic processes. So it's very important to helping our body turn those proteins and fats and carbohydrates, the foods that we eat, As it goes through that Krebs cycle, that's how we turn foods into energy. So that's pretty significant. That's pretty significant. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, 
how would you know if you don't have enough magnesium? Um, it's, it's, an, it's an element that's really, really important for energy. Low magnesium levels sometimes means poor athletic performance. And often it means fatigue as well. Yes, or muscle cramps. But yeah. I think all of the nutritional weight and wellness nutritionists have been taught that if a client has muscle cramps, yeah. Charlie, Charlie horses, migraines, or just chronic headaches. Yep. You know, maybe it doesn't get to the migraine kind of point. But it's a, but it's yeah, always pounding. There. Yes. Or insomnia. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you struggle with high blood pressure. So always think magnesium for these things. Yes. Yep. High cholesterol, unbalanced blood sugars. So surprising, but very important. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, if you have any of those health conditions, any of those symptoms, then you're probably low in magnesium. There you go. Yeah. And you can sort of see why it's called the relaxing mineral. So it relaxes your blood vessels, so it lowers your blood pressure. It relaxes your head muscles or your brain to get rid of those headaches or migraines. It relaxes the muscles in your calves, so you don't wake up in the middle of the night with those Charlie horses. Yes. And boy, I've been hearing a lot about Charlie horses as people are sleeping lately. Mm -hmm. But another thing that magnesium is really important for is mood. Think anxiety or depression. So if you suffer from anxiety or depression, then you are probably short on magnesium. In fact, there's a piece of research published just this year in the journal called Nutrients that shows a correlation between magnesium supplementation and a reduction in anxiety. I, I use this supplement all the time with clients who have panic attacks and any of the, any of the rest of us who just worry too much. Mm-hmm. Always yes. giving them kind of that that monkey mind or yes. the recycled thoughts. Yes, yes, yes. It's really important, and and it does so much right away. It is one of those supplements that I find clients feel right away, yes. which makes it easier for them to continue using it. <laughs> exactly, Kate. I think we may have forgotten one other symptom that people low in magnesium often experience. What would that be? Chocolate cravings. Oh, do you know that one? I do know that one. Uh, So I used to run a lot in high school and college. And then even afterwards, uh, we lived in Georgia for about three years. And I was telling Kate this morning, I would go for runs, um, you know, four miles or so. And I'd weigh myself before and after. Yes. And I would lose three pounds in sweat. Oh, my. Yes. Oh, no, 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 no. No. So when we sweat a lot, we lose our minerals. So I was losing a lot Mm -hmm. of calcium Mm -hmm. and magnesium and zinc through my sweat. But the symptoms that I had from this low magnesium would be things like leg cramps. Terrible. Not not just in one leg, but in both of them in the middle of the night. Yeah. That's not fun. No, it's not. I had a hard time falling asleep. Yeah. I'd lay there and just stare at the ceiling and I craved chocolate. (laughs) Not just like, oh, a little chocolate would be nice. No, it was. I looked at Ryan one night specifically remembering this going, oh, honey, doesn't a chocolate brownie with chocolate ice cream and chocolate (laughs) syrup sound really good right now? Oh, dear. And he just was like, who are you? (laughs) I can imagine. Yes. So what happened when you came to work at Nutritional Weight and Wellness? Well, I started to make eating real foods high in magnesium, things like 
fish, salmon, mm-hmm. more nuts and seeds, oh. greens, you know, a wide variety of greens, not just like romaine lettuce, <laughs> but maybe a little Swiss chard or uh, and more spinach kale. and kale. Yes. So I made eating those foods a priority. Yeah. Okay. And so av- now you're building magnesium. So now I'm building it back up. Mm-hmm. And then I avoided foods which will deplete my body of magnesium. Now, I never drank soda, mm-hmm. but that would do it because that will do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, splitting a bottle of wine mm-hmm. on Friday mm-hmm. and Saturday nights mm-hmm. like that is certainly not going to help. Yep. Uh, but then I also started to supplement with about 400, sometimes 600 milligrams of magnesium at bedtime. And and wouldn't you know it? I slept better. Of course. Didn't lay there awake at night. I didn't have Charlie horses in both of my calves at the same time. Oh, yeah. And those chocolate cravings went away. Yeah. Not immediately, but over the course of probably about a year and a half or so, I started to notice, oh, gosh, I don't need to have it. I'm not talking about it all the time. Yeah, I'm not thinking about it all the time. I still enjoy it. You do. You do. do. You love your chocolate. I I still like it, yeah. Well, you know, our listeners might be wondering, well, what other foods are high in magnesium? And of course, yes, chocolate is is one of them. But eating a little chocolate is not going to help build up your magnesium reserves. No. But meat, especially grass-fed meat, is higher in magnesium. So how does that work? Well, you get minerals from our soil. And when you feed cows grasses... They're much the grass is much higher in magnesium, so so will the meat of that cow. Much higher than, for instance, if you fed the cows the corn or oats or soy, like yes. the commercially raised beef. So um, grass-fed beef is also a little higher in omega-3s as well. So, so very important there. Yeah. You know, I think we better... Go to our break? Set up for a break here. Okay. So you're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. And today's show is all about minerals, things like magnesium, calcium, and zinc. Those three are the ones we're going to touch on today. If you've got questions for Brenna or me, give us a call in the studio at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Brenna Thompson, registered and licensed dietitian, and this show is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Later in the show, Kate and I will be discussing calcium supplements, and we wanted to let listeners know that the NutriKey Activated Calcium is 15% off until the end of the month. So stop into any of the twin of the seven Twin Cities locations. That's kind of a, a mouthful. Like a mouthful. Seven Twin Cities locations mm-hmm. to pick up a bottle. Order online at Nutrition. Good Lord, Kate, I'm just struggling here. (laughs) Um, You can order online at our website, weightandwellness.com, spell everything out, and you can still save 15% on that activated calcium. Well, good. Well, before break, so we've been talking about magnesium, and you'd been talking or mentioning how grass-fed beef, because the cow's out eating his own grass, his own leafy greens, higher in magnesium. There you go. Than grass-fed, or than... Corn fed. Yep. Yes. I'll get myself together. Higher in magnesium there. Now, we as people can get more magnesium into our diet by eating our leafy green vegetables like kale, collards, Swiss chard, arugula, and spinach. All of those are high 
and magnesium. Exactly what I had this morning with my eggs. I had some spinach with my beef this morning. (laughs) That's right. Now, if you came over to my garden, Uh I don't have any spinach growing. Yeah. But I do have arugula. Uh Uh-huh. We also have turnips and beets. And people might not think of this, but you can eat turnip greens. Yes. And beet greens. You just saute them in some butter. Numb. With a little garlic. And you would get... Some magnesium. Tasty magnesium. Yes. Or yeah. you can go to the farmer's market now that that's open. Yes. And get your greens. Yep. You know, some other foods that are high in magnesium are like avocados. So, you know, including avocados in a meal, pretty easy to do. That's very easy to, to do. Yep. Uh, nuts and seeds are high in magnesium, but, you know, so are dry beans like black beans or lentils or kidney beans. Exactly. So I think the point being, you really have to ask yourself, how can I include some of these foods in my diet every day? So one idea that's maybe a a little bit unusual for some people is to include an avocado in their protein shake, for instance. Mm -hmm. It's a great source of fat, but it's also got a lot of magnesium in it. It does, and it helps really thicken up those shakes, and I think it makes them more filling. Yeah, I agree. Now... We can't just eat a small spinach salad once a week to get our magnesium. Uh, no. No, it doesn't work like that. It takes planning and daily. cooking daily. Yeah. Yeah. But you could eat that large steak salad several times a week. Top it off with an avocado and maybe, you know, like a half a cup of black beans. For That's a really magnesium-packed lunch. Yes, About it is. About 400 milligrams in that steak salad with the avocado. And that's black awesome. Beans. And then maybe for supper, we could grill some chicken and have a side of some cooked winter squash. Things like acorn, butternut, gold nugget squash. Uh, One of the easiest ways to cook those is to put it in your slow cooker. Hole? Hole. Just like you don't even have to poke a hole in the darn thing. You just put it in your slow cooker. Maybe add a little like half cup, one cup of water to the bottom. And then put it on high for about three hours. And it's done. And it doesn't take a machete to get into the thing. (laughs) Yes, that is often my problem. Right. Yeah. So you have your your chicken, some squash, then you get some green beans, throw some slivered almonds on top, the Mm. squash, the almonds, they're high in magnesium. So now you've got another 250 milligrams of magnesium just in that meal. Oh, that sounds really good. And it doesn't sound very complicated. No. You know, you might be wondering, well, is 250, is 400 milligrams, is that a lot or a little for magnesium? You know, and we tell people most people are going to need between about 700 and 1200 milligrams of magnesium each day. Yeah. So you got to be thinking about it. Yes. How am I going to get that much? Right. And even if people are eating a diet high in magnesium, is it possible... To still become low in magnesium. Well, certainly. You know, sometimes you may not be able to absorb all that magnesium from your food. And also, if you're eating foods that are high in sugar, so I always think of soda or juice, or if you're drinking excessive amounts of coffee or alcohol, then those foods, the alcohol, the soda, the juices, are actually pulling magnesium out of your body. So think about that. You've Mm -hmm. got to be careful of what you drink. Yes. It supports absorption. So does this mean that to support good sleep, fewer muscle cramps, and better moods, you might need to give up your mocha lattes loaded with caffeine and sugar Mm -hmm. 
Or what about your nightly cookies or cocktails in mm-hmm. order to stop depleting your body of magnesium? You know, probably you're going to have to reconsider those. Um, as nutritionists, we frequently recommend clients not only eat a diet that's high in magnesium with all those nuts and seeds and greens and the grass-fed meats, but that they also supplement with about 400 milligrams or so. 400 milligrams of a certain form, magnesium glycinate, often taken before bed, is going to help them fall asleep faster, stay asleep longer, and have a deeper sleep. And that 400 milligrams of magnesium is just going to reduce those muscle cramps. It happens just very quickly. Yeah. Now, we did have a caller over break. She didn't want to come onto the show, but she had mentioned that magnesium didn't help her relax. Right. And she wanted to take it during the day, which is yes, absolutely. I take magnesium throughout the day and then load it up at night. Okay, because you need a lot of magnesium. I do. You're taking way more than 400 milligrams. I am. Yes, I am. Which is fine. Yeah. And that's that you figure out what you need. Yes. And some days you need more than other days. If you're sweating a lot, Mm -hmm. you're going to need a lot more. Right. You know, and just the other day, we had a client come in uh, to the North Oaks office to shop our NutriKey brand sale, which, by the way, is going on. For the rest of today. Yes. Yes. And she was loading up on magnesium. And I asked her about it. And she said, well, she was having Charlie horses and leg cramps at night. And so she started to, you know, take about three magnesium glycinate at night. Mm -hmm. And she said, they've really diminished, but they haven't disappeared. And I suggested, you know, you could take more than that. And she's very excited that she will go back and and she's going to get rid of them altogether by taking probably more. I mean, this this magnesium really works. And as I've said before, you feel it when you take it because it either relaxes you or you get rid of your headache Mm -hmm. or your muscle cramps diminish. That's right. And if somebody struggles with high blood pressure and constipation. Mm. Yeah then I might recommend two capsules of the mixed magnesium. This is just another form. We had mentioned the magnesium glycinate. Now, the mixed magnesium has that glycinate form in it as well as the citrate form. And it's the citrate form that helps pull water into the bowels and it helps soften stools. So magnesium kind of helps that colon relax instead of being so tight and constipated. Yeah. Helps that colon relax. It also helps get your stools a little bit softer, so they're easy, easy to pass. You bet. But, you know, we might have some listeners, like we had our, a caller who mm-hmm. uh, said she couldn't take a tablet, but if there was a capsule, she would break it in half and dump it in some water. But a better solution for that um, caller might be that we have this liquid Yes. We have a liquid magnesium. It's great for little kids. It's great for people who can't swallow that many capsules or tablets. Mm-hmm. Um, and it tastes really good. It tastes like apple juice. Yeah. It, it's, got, it's got a really interesting flavor. Um, a tablespoon of this liquid magnesium glycinate contains 250 milligrams of magnesium. It's such a simple way to get your magnesium in. It is. I'm yes. really glad we come up with that one. And I'm a big fan of, again, for people who can't swallow capsules, um, the natural calm. Yeah. It's a powdered form of magnesium. Mm-hmm. It is just the citrate form. So you have to have be to a be little bit more careful. Because remember, the citrate is the one that loosens stool. Yes. So, yep. yep. So I think, are we getting the signal here to go to break? 
I believe. I we are about there, yes. Yes, you are listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. Starting this coming week, our fabulous nutritionists and nutrition educators will begin teaching our six-week weight and wellness series. Each week, you will spend two hours learning why balancing your blood sugar is so important, but you'll also learn what kinds of fats cause inflammation, as well as how your gut health affects your brain health. When we come back from break, Kate will list times and locations, so go grab your pen and get ready. If you have questions for us, you can call the studio at 651-641-1071. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Kate Crosby, Certified Nutrition Specialist. Before break, Brenna was mentioning how Nutritional Weight and Wellness will be teaching its six-week weight and wellness series starting this week. So classes are going to kick off June 21st in our Maple Grove office. And St. Paul's got a class starting on Thursday, June 22nd. And both of these classes start at 6.30. They last for about two hours. They are just full of great information. Um, If you want to sign up, call our office at 651-699-3438. Or you can also go online, weightandwellness.com, and sign up for for those classes there as well. And we had, somebody had a question over break about uh, some of the sales that we have going on. And we have until the end of today, so midnight tonight, people can buy any of the NutriKey products. And I believe they are, it's 15, 15% 15% off. off. Yes. NutriKey products, 15% off. Until the end of the month, we have our, um, kind of our special product, our product highlight, Yep, uh, which is the activated calcium. calcium. And that one will be on sale through the end of this month. Mm-hmm. So. And we'll talk a little bit about that form of calcium yeah. later. We also had a caller who asked about Epsom salt baths. Um, Epsom salt is another way of getting some magnesium, but taking it as a bath, it goes through your skin. And it has, as you pointed out, Brenna, a little calcium. It It is a fantastic way to get your muscles to relax, to relax before going to bed. Mm-hmm. Often, um, I will take an Epsom salt bath after working out to make sure that I have a deep sleep. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's so, great. Now, I think to make sure that we get through all of this, yeah. we should move on and Absolutely. talk about one of the most frequently asked questions that we get specifically from female clients. Should I be taking calcium for my bones? Good question. And, you know, generally speaking, yes, because calcium does a lot more in your body than just build bones, though. That's right. Similar to magnesium, calcium is needed to help prevent muscle cramps and lower blood pressure. In fact, low calcium levels have been correlated to preeclampsia in pregnant women. So explain that one. Explain that one. So preeclampsia occurs after 20 weeks of pregnancy and it's where a woman's blood pressure goes very high. Mm-hmm. There is protein in her urine, which should not be there. And it can lead to poor liver and kidney function, fluid retention, because if you're not getting rid of these fluids and they build up, you puff up. And ultimately, it can lead to seizures and death. So this is not something to mess around with. No. In fact, uh, yeah. worldwide in 2015, there were 47,000 deaths related to preeclampsia. Wow. I know, right? Okay. Uh, However, studies have shown that supplementing with 1,000 milligrams of calcium helps lower blood pressure Mm -hmm. and prevent preeclampsia. Perfect. Yes. So important, important. Calcium is very important for Mm -hmm. pregnancy. Um, But here's another way you might 
tell if you are low on calcium. Do your nails chip a lot? Maybe you're always getting them painted or having fake nails put on. These brittle nails are often a sign of low calcium. You know, that makes me think of Shirley, who works the front desk in North Oaks for us. And I think it was last summer she had kind of been switching up her supplements a little bit and trying some different calciums. And she goes, Brenna, my nails are chipping. Hmm. She's like, they weren't chipping before. Ah. And so we had her restart the activated calcium. Calcium. Mm -hmm. And wouldn't you know it, a month or two later, she goes, oh, they're not chipping. Nice and strong again. Yes. Interesting. She obviously was absorbing that one well. Yes. So I think we've all heard that we should drink milk and eat cheese and yogurt to get our daily dose of calcium. Yeah. But? But, <laughs> Kate, I know you can't do that. No, I'm dairy, dairy sensitive. That doesn't work for me. No. Or maybe somebody is lactose intolerant. For sure. Mm-hmm. You know, Or they have other kinds of dairy sensitivities, kind of like you, and they just can't Mm -hmm. eat these foods. What would you recommend to people who can't tolerate dairy? Well, you know, calcium's found in many of the same foods that are high in magnesium. So those leafy greens, again, think kale and spinach and broccoli even. Um, Winter squash, another good one. You mentioned how to cook it up pretty easily. Dry beans, Almonds, I mean, think, a quarter of a cup of almonds has 150 milligrams of calcium in it. That's not bad. No. You know, one of my favorite ways to make sure that I'm eating a meal full of calcium is to eat some canned sardines or some canned salmon that still has the bones in it. (laughs) Of course you would. I know. Renna, you love these things. I do love these things. Yes. Stinky, fermented, fishy (laughs) things I think are delicious. But don't worry, you will not even notice that you are eating the bones because they basically disintegrate when you mash them up. Um, totally. Yeah. yeah. Or the sardines, you don't even you don't have to notice. mash them up. You no. just don't even know they're there. No. Yes. No. I mean, that canned salmon is sort of one of my backup foods. I always have a can around. Yes. It's an easy meal. It quick, is. Quick, quick, quick. And so how much? Well, it's recommended that people get about 800 milligrams of calcium daily. That's, you know, it's not too much, but it's not too little either. Right. Now, someone could easily get 300 milligrams by eating a cup of plain yogurt for breakfast. Did you say plain? I said plain. Okay, explain. Now, maybe some listeners are going, Ick, plain yogurt? No, give me vanilla. But well, <laughs> what about vanilla? What's in what there? What about vanilla? Vanilla has a lot of sugar. Mm-hmm. Yes, I have so many clients say, oh, what about that plain vanilla yogurt? No, 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 no. <laughs> that is not plain That yogurt. is not plain. Plain is the stuff that your great-grandma Ethel would have eaten. (laughs) Yes, yes. So yogurt that is flavored vanilla is full of sugar Mm -hmm. and is not going to support your body to its fullest. Now, to make that plain yogurt taste good, we'd always recommend buying full fat because fat has flavor. And boy, is that going to change it for somebody. Yes, it just Mm -hmm. it mellows out that yogurt. Mm -hmm. So it's not quite as tangy. Correct. And that fat is going to help support your blood sugar levels, improve your digestion, support your moods. Yep. All good things. And then you can just add some fruit to it, like berries, which are perfect right now. They're so um, tasty and ripe. Peaches soon. Um, These would really taste great with full-fat yogurt. Maybe add some slivered almonds because they're a great source of calcium as well. Exactly. Now, what might you be willing to pack for lunch? That would be a high-calcium meal. How about a kale salad? Kale is full of calcium and magnesium. 
Uh, two cups of raw kale, for instance, has 400 milligrams of calcium in it. So half a day's worth. There you go. Just with kale. Right. And then you could top that kale with a serving of my favorite salmon salad mm-hmm. recipe. It's on our website, weightandwellness.com. And that's going to add another 200 milligrams of calcium. So that lunch between the kale and the canned salmon, yep. 600 milligrams of calcium. I'd say that's pretty impressive. That is pretty impressive. Now, just between breakfast with the yogurt and the kale and salmon salad and lunch, we've already had about 900 milligrams of calcium. Fantastic. And we haven't been trying too hard. No, that not sounds too hard. like a really good way to start your day. But Kate, listeners might still be thinking, but my doctor has said that I should take a calcium supplement. Mm-hmm. Doctors mm-hmm. get very pushy about this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so let's yeah. try to figure out a little bit about different forms of calcium, because this is really important when you're buying a calcium supplement. You need to look at what form of calcium am I buying? Right. Because they are not created equal. Correct. <laughs> Correct. One of the best forms, <clears throat> excuse me, is microcrystalline hydroxyapatite calcium. That's a mouthful. That is a mouthful. We will shorten it. MCHC. <clears throat> Our Nutricree brand activated calcium, which we have talked about, is on sale. Three capsules of that activated calcium contain 700 milligrams of calcium. Now, what's the beauty of this? This MCHC calcium um, is identical to human bone. It's from cows, and it actually increases bone mass. I, I need to say that again. It increases the bone mass. Other forms of calcium just slow down bone loss. But this is actually making your bone more dense. Um, MCHC is going to really increase that bone mass, and it's really easily absorbed. So that is the superior form yes. of, of calcium. Much superior to what I used to take yes. when I was in high school. Yep. Do you remember the calcium chews? I remember them. You remember yes. them? Yes. So I, I would buy those to get my calcium, but <laughs> no. they are made with calcium carbonate. So explain why that doesn't work. That does not work. Calcium carbonate is the cheapest and lowest quality form of calcium on the market. So not, yes. not what we want. Yep. And it's very poorly absorbed. If you think of Tums, yep. you know, the antacid, Tums is made from calcium. And I have heard doctors tell clients, oh, just take some Tums. That's fine. For a calcium supplement. It is not. It is not fine. It is not Because fine. it is an antacid. And you need acid in your stomach to absorb your calcium. So good point. it does not work. So this calcium carbonate or Tums, not a good form. Not a very, good form. Very, very inferior. Right. So in addition, Brenna, um, there are a couple things you got to stay away from. Things that we like very much. Certain yes, beverages we <laughs> that we enjoy. But you have to be careful not to drink too much of them because it will affect your calcium absorption. Kate, are you talking about my cup of coffee? Yeah, 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 I am. And, uh, you know, maybe having one or two cups of coffee a day is okay. Right. But drinking it all day long is going to decrease absorption of calcium. And actually, it increases its excretion. Actually, the coffee is going to be pulling calcium out of you. Yes. So as women, we're very concerned about our long-term bone strength and health. I know we need to limit our coffee and our caffeine. And we need to go to break. And we do. So thanks for listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. Today's topic has been all about minerals. 
Are you in need of a quick snack that's high in vitamins and minerals? Well, then look no further than the RX bar. Mm. These delicious protein bars contain only real foods like nuts, dates, and egg whites. Even the chocolate sea salt bar contains 10% of your daily value for magnesium. Now, when we come back from break, Kate and I will share a few more high nutrient snack ideas. But if you want to purchase a single RX bar or a whole box, mm-hmm. you can stop into any of the nutritional weight and wellness offices, or you can also order them online at weightandwellness.com. We'll be right back. There are some things we wish for you to do what everyone else can do. Hop in your car, go to work, slip right into a movie seat. Now there's a perk. Buy cute jeans right off the rack. Dance at the next wedding to Love Shack. Play tag with your kids and hear them say, that was the most awesomest day. Walk your dog, jog, or both just because you can. Comfortably fly coach all the way to Japan. Be there on graduation day, especially if it's yours and you got your MBA. Meet your greatest love and ride off into the sun. This is your life. Go live it. You've only got one. If you think you've tried everything to lose the weight that's keeping you from your best life, think again. Learn the new science of weight loss in the Nutrition for Weight Loss program at Nutritional Weight and Wellness, on-site or online. You can do this. We'll help you. You're not alone. This is a promise, not just a poem. Join us at weightandwellness.com. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition, brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. So we were talking about real food snack ideas and both Brittany and I, I mean, Brenna and I are going to give you a few ideas of easy snacks that you Mm -hmm. can do that aren't potato chips. Right. (laughs) One of my favorite snacks is more lunch. So often when I go to work, I just pack a huge lunch and I'll have half of my lunch or half of a normal lunch size um, salad with chicken, lots of veggies like cukes, tomatoes, and avocados, and maybe some gluten-free crackers. I'll eat that for my snack at about three. Yeah, so you just bring extra. I bring extra. I don't like thinking about extra things, so... Me neither. It's pretty simple. I should start doing that. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, another frequent snack for me is veggies, hummus, and some kind of meat. Maybe, you know, it's deli meat. Yeah. Or it's... Leftover... Leftover rotisserie Burgery. chicken. Yeah, Kate, you were in the office the other day, and I was like, oh, what are you eating? And you're like, snap peas and rotisserie chicken. <laughs> what about you? It's real exciting. Yes. But it's real it's food. Good. It's yeah. good, though. It works. Yeah. So talking about magnesium, we were just talking about calcium and how antacid medications decrease our absorption of calcium. Yes. But they're also going to decrease our absorption of magnesium Yep, and our B vitamins. Mm -hmm. So if you got gut problems, we need to fix your gut so you can absorb your nutrients. Absolutely. Now, the last mineral we were going to talk about today is zinc. But I'm going to guess that not many people are thinking about zinc during these warm summer months. No, I mean, most of the time we think of zinc in the winter because it's such a great one for boosting your immune system. And, you know, we think of flu and cold season in in the winter. But um, you might not realize that even though it's not winter or flu season, you're probably deficient in zinc. Think about this. About 73% of Americans are deficient in zinc. And actually, kids are more deficient than Mm -hmm. us adults. 83% of kids are deficient. So how would you know if you were deficient in zinc? Well, let us ask you a few questions to help you find out. 
Do you crave sweets、mm. after meals? You know, you finish that beautiful dinner, some very steak, well balanced veggies, potato, butter. You got it all on there, but you're like, ah,、oh, I just need something sweet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does that happen to you? Or, Or do you need to salt all of your food, including your apples and your watermelon? Yeah, there、That's、you go. A sign of low zinc. Yeah. You know, there's a high concentration of zinc in this appetite regulating part of our brain. So, if you're low in zinc, your appetites and your taste preferences can be altered. You may not be hungry for breakfast, for instance. Right. Or, as you mentioned, you know, you crave those sweets. Now, take a look at your nails.、Mm-hmm. We mentioned earlier that if they chip easily and they're brittle, that can be a sign of low calcium. Right. But do you have white spots on your nails? Ah,、uh, yeah. So, if you've got white spots on your nails, that could be a sign of a zinc deficiency. Yep. And then think about your immune system. How well is it working? Is it strong? Do you catch every bug that goes around in the office? So, again, poor immune function can really point to this zinc deficiency. Now, I've got just a few other symptoms for you. Yeah. Do you struggle with acne?、Mm. Studies have shown that supplementing with zinc works. Almost or just as well as taking antibiotics because、hmm. zinc reduces the inflammatory response to bacteria on our skin. They've also found that when they take the bacteria that causes acne and they have it in a little petri dish and they add zinc to it, it kills the bacteria. Chabang. Gone.、Yeah. So think about that for your teenage son. You know, hand him a little hamburger. You know,、yes. Maybe give him a little zinc supplement and that might be the end of the acne for him. You know,、uh, maybe zinc deficiency is contributing to poor fertility. This might be new information, but ovaries need zinc to produce healthy eggs. But also, men need lots of zinc to make healthy sperm and to have a he- healthy prostate. A prostate tissue actually requires 10 to 15 times more zinc than other tissues in your body. That's so, true, yes. Zinc、so、is very important. Yeah. From this list of, sup- of symptoms, Listeners might think that we need large quantities of zinc. Yeah, not really. <laughs> But not really. Compared to magnesium and calcium, it's actually a very small amount only about 11 to 13 milligrams a day. But it's really easy to become low. So think about I can think about myself this winter. I was sick more often than I usually am.、Mm-hmm. Uh, that would tell me, you know, if I had a cold or had major infection or even had surgery. Then my body is going to need more zinc. Or if you sweat a lot through、oh. work or exercise. Yeah, this so, is a good point. Yes. I mean, especially this time of year, because people are out in the sun and they're running or they're at the beach, just laying on the beach sweating. Yes. Or in the yard working. Our neighbor was having drain tile put in her basement.、Mm-hmm. And these three workers, these three gentlemen, were carrying.、Uh, Mixed concrete from upstairs out in her yard, in through her house, down into her basement, and pouring concrete from about seven in the morning to nine at night. Ooh. And they were drenched, like、yep. just drenched in sweat. And she had offered them, not that I really like Gatorade, but、mm-hmm. she、mm-hmm. had the right idea here. She was like, I kept offering them some Gatorade because they were sweating so much. She's like, I know that they're going to be low in. Potassium and sodium and calcium and magnesium.、Yep. And she's like, they're going to have muscle cramps tonight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When, Interesting. Yes. But they kept refusing it. They'd、yeah. only drink their water. Yeah.、Um, yeah. 
But, but think about think about teens when they're exercising. Yes. All those soccer games this summer or yes. baseball games. Yes. When we sweat, we sweat out zinc. So really, there are lots of ways to lose zinc. And, and the sad part is there are very few foods that are high in zinc. So lamb or beef contain about four to seven milligrams per three ounce serving. Now compare that to chicken that only contains one milligram. Or think about maybe having half a cup of beans or a cup of yogurt mm-hmm. or a quarter cup of pumpkin seeds. Those servings have about two milligrams. Mm-hmm. So you got to add up a, a lot of food here to yes, get you the, do. the zinc. So to get close to the 11 to 13 milligrams of zinc from your diet, you really have to be diligent about eating enough protein. We also didn't mention one of the best <laughs> sources of zinc, which is actually oysters. A three-ounce serving of oysters contains about 74 milligrams of zinc. Do you that like is, oysters? I do like oysters. Yeah, yeah. So that's a really easy way to grab It is. More. And so like once a week or every other week, I do buy these smoked oysters. Mm-hmm. And I'll put those on a couple of crackers, mm-hmm. maybe with a little cream cheese. That's delicious. It's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. So someone wanting to increase their zinc intake might want to consider opening a can of oysters. And serving them with some raw veggies and hummus or the that crackers and cream cheese. Yep. Or you just might want to take a few more beef steaks on the grill at supper. And if you feel like it and you want to supplement, I, I usually recommend our NutriKey supplement. It's just called Zinc. Each capsule contains about 54 milligrams of a uh, zinc. A reacted zinc. It's a very reacted. absorbable. It's very absorbable. Um, and I usually recommend this taking one of those at night mm. all through the winter yes. and continue through the you know spring and summer because and, that zinc is really important. Yes. And I was kind of thinking, you know, who might, besides like people who are sweating a lot or maybe they have acne or low mm-hmm. immune function, mm-hmm. you know, a group of people that I think of that would be low in zinc would be the elderly. Definitely. Or vegetarians. Because? Because they're not eating the the beef and the lamb and the oysters, potentially. You know, pumpkin seeds are another great source of zinc. Okay. One of my favorite foods. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, zinc also affects the thyroid. Yes. So, you know, it's important for being able to convert one form of a thyroid hormone into the active thyroid hormone. And so it's pretty important that you look at your zinc levels and maybe supplement with that. I think that's a really good point. And we had mentioned that we need about 11 to 13 milligrams, um, but that our supplement is 54 milligrams. That seems like a big difference, but you need a lot of zinc to rebuild yourself when you're deficient. And it is time for us to wrap up today's show. I hope we've given all of our listeners a new appreciation for how important minerals, minerals are to our health. So if you're struggling with symptoms of any of these mineral deficiencies we talked about today, I'm going to suggest making an appointment with a weight and wellness nutritionist. And you can do that by calling our office at 651-699-3438, and they'll help you set up that appointment. So thank you for listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you found the show interesting, please share it with a friend or a family member. Our message each week is how eating real food supports your health. It's a simple but powerful life-changing message. Be sure to tune in next week when Cassie and Joanne are joined by our supplement superhero, (laughs) Greg Peterson. He is going to be talking all things prostate 
That'll be great. And how estrogen impacts that prostate health. Think about that. Think about that for the next week. week. So have a wonderful Saturday and a happy Father's Day tomorrow, everybody. Yes. And thanks Thanks for for listening. Thanks for listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. If you enjoy this podcast, please share your favorite episodes with a friend or leave a review on iTunes, Stitcher, or iHeartRadio. The content and opinions expressed are those of the hosts or presenters. They are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Product statements have not been evaluated by the FDA.